get on the grid. I got great news, guys. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Thanks, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a nice dinner. Damn school is good news of betting update. Time to get on the grid, everybody. Another horrible injury for the Pats, but they are prepared. New England wide receiver Josh Gordon done for the season after being placed on the injured reserve list with that knee injury. Gordon suffered the injury week six, sat out versus the Jets on Monday night, but New England signaled uh, Gordon's injury. They knew it was serious by trading a second-round pick to Atlanta for Mohamed Sanu on Tuesday. Sanu will slide into the starting role beside Julian Edelman and Philip Dorsett, KC star quarterback Patrick Mahomes. He threw for balls in practice today, looking good. Andy Reid says it's still a stretch for Mahomes to play versus Rodgers in the Packers Sunday, though everybody wants that matchup. The KC coach didn't rule it out. It was originally reported Mahomes who dislocated that kneecap versus Denver is going to be out three weeks but Andy Reid said the rehab has been progressing well Mahomes looks good but still Matt Moore taking majority of first team reps he's the probable starter versus Green Bay Minnesota receiver Adam Thielen out for Thursday's contest versus the Washington Redskins after suffering a hammy injury in week seven Thielen expected to miss at least one game with the injury it wasn't too serious but he's going to be out and uh, Minnesota still laying 14 and a half in that game through seven contests the 29 year old ranked second on the Vikings in receiving yards 391 and first in team touchdowns with six Vinny's going to look for a four straight win versus those skins in the week eight opener Thursday Atlanta Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan mispracticed today with that ankle injury he has not been ruled out versus Seattle on Sunday baseball we got a game two of the World Series tonight from Houston first pitch 807 Astros laying minus 185 total seven flat for this game Another brilliant pitching matchup. We got Strasburg going for the Nats. Verlander for the Astros. Wicked stuff there. Nationals shocking everybody in game one. Up one to nothing in the best of seven. Uh, The Chicago Cubs hiring a familiar face as their skipper. Former MLB catcher David Ross, the new manager of the Cubbies. The 42-year-old Ross worked as an analyst for uh, baseball on ESPN and has been a special assistant to baseball operations for the Cubbies since retiring in 2016 after winning the World Series with Chicago. No managerial experience, but he's played 15 years in the big leagues. Cubs disappointing this year, third in the NL Central, and missed the postseason for the first time since 2014. NBA News, Paul George is going to make his Clipper debut in three weeks' time. This according to Chris Hayes of Yahoo. Uh, George has been sidelines as he continues to recover from that off-season shoulder surgery. Uh-oh, the Utah Jazz chosen to host the 2023 NBA All-Star Game. I'm not sure how that one's going to go down. Parting in Utah? LOL. I don't know, man. The players are not going to be happy with that choice if they want to get their groove on. 11 in the NBA tonight. Crazy schedule. Three at 7.05. Detroit at Indiana. Pacers 7.5 to 11. Cleveland and Orlando. Magic minus 9.5 to 11.5. Chicago laying 3.5 at Charlotte. 216 and a half, 730 action. Memphis, Miami. We got the Heat minus seven and a half, 212. Mini at Brooklyn. That's laying three and a half, 229. Boston and Philly. Sixers minus five, 214 and a half. A pair at 835. Washington at Dallas. The Mavericks minus eight and a half, 220. Knicks at San Antonio Spurs minus 10 and a half, 214 and a half, 905 action. Oklahoma City and Utah. Jazz laying nine, 221 and a half. And Sacramento minus one and a half at Phoenix, 232 and a half. Denver minus one at Portland. The total, 217.5. NHL Colorado star Miko Rantanen deemed week to week. He's got a severe lower body injury. He suffered Monday versus St. Louis. Great start to the season. Five goals and 12 points through the first nine games. Only two on NHL ice tonight. Betting lines and matchup 735. Detroit and Ottawa. Sens laying 20 cents. We have a total of six. 805 action. 
Good one in the East. Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay. Lightning minus 210. Total six and a half. MLS soccer playoffs tonight. East and Western semis in the East. 7 p.m. TFC at NYCFC. TFC coming in. Unbeaten in 11. This is a great game here. N- NYC uh, FC is minus 120. The draw is plus 280. And TFC to win 280. Two and a half over 165. The total West game at 10 o'clock. Salt Lake at Seattle. Seattle Sounders laying 45 cents. Draw plus 275. Seattle plus 400. Two and a half over minus 140 over under in that tilt. Champions League soccer. Chelsea gets it done over Ajax. One to nothing. Leipzig uh, beat Zenit St. Petersburg. Two to one. Inter over Borussia Dortmund. Two to one. Liverpool smoking gank. Four to one. Barcelona slipping by. Slavia Prague. Two one the final there. And Benfica for my boy Portuguese Joe beat Lyon. Two to one. Napoli over Red Bull Salzburg. Three to two. And OSC Lille and Valencia play to a 1-1 draw. We got golf tonight in Japan. Tournament starting at 7. Justin Thomas, who won last week, he loves these overseas tournaments. The favorite at 7. Rory, 8-1. Hideki, number 3 hole at 20-1. MMA News, Conor McGregor said he will be back at the Octagon very soon. He's uh, on a promotional tour. I'm Cam Stewart. We got Joe Ranieri and Gabe Moretzi. Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage and Lobster Radio. We got Hour 2 around here on Sports Grid, so... Keep it tuned to the radio, everybody. We got some picks for you, and it's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, hour two here. Game time decisions on the grid, sportsgrid.com. And uh, another loaded night here uh, in the world of sports investing. Not only game two of the World Series, but 11 games on the NBA slate. Two games on the NHL slate. And, of course, don't forget, uh, we've got, and I know we're all just jumping up and down, waiting for that Minnesota Vikings-Washington Redskins game tomorrow. Woo! Uh, but uh, we got a lot to cover here tonight when it comes to uh, the NBA. And if you're just joining us, we were talking about how screwed I am tonight for placing a bet, you know, at 1230 in the afternoon, silly me, on the Miami Heat. And it just came down telling me that Jimmy Butler, for personal reasons, somehow isn't going to be able to make it to the game tonight. So, yeah, that would have changed, uh, you know, Gabe, that would have definitely changed my opinion on what I played here had I known that, you know, the prized possession in the offseason wasn't making an appearance tonight. Like, you got to be kidding me. Miami Heat now minus six and a half. Minus six and a half against uh, the Memphis uh, Grizzlies. And I can't believe that, you you know, you got to believe that it's something serious. So we, we wish him the best. I mean, the thing is, remember last year at the beginning of the year, he didn't play either. He did the old, well, you know, I'm sick. I don't feel well. And basically, he just, he didn't play for Minnesota, if you remember, at the beginning of the year. And now here we are, first game for the Miami Heat. I don't know. I imagine that there can't be issues already. Is he trying to send a message that something happened? Or does he really have a personal situation and tragedy that he has to deal with? But for a professional athlete that makes as much money as he does for the opening night of the season, I mean, short of a severe death, there's really no reason for him not to be playing tonight. Yeah, Eric Spolstra is downplaying it, being like, no, everything's good. No, it's fine. It's just personal reasons. But to your point, Gabe, this is the fourth team he's been on since 2016. The fourth. Yeah, so... yeah. And look, <laughs> look, the Philadelphia 76ers, mm-hmm. they could have. He was going to stay. He, was, he wasn't, like, running out the window there. 
He wasn't jumping out the window. He wasn't running out the door. Um, they decided to pay Tobias Harris instead of him, Joe. Yep. Yep. And yeah, hello. And uh, he got his money, comes to Miami, and uh, already he won't be there. But uh, two rookies in this game here tonight, too, Gabe. Ja Morant and what a lot of people are saying now that uh, now that, uh, you know, we've got uh, oh, I can't remember, you know, the New Orleans Pelicans guy is gone. Front runners for the rookie of the Zion. year. Who in your? Yeah, and now that Zion's gone, Tyler Hero. And what about you know? Nobody's talking about Ja Morant. Wasn't he a top three pick last year? Ja Morant is a complete basketball player too. He's yeah. going to do a little bit of everything. I actually think Memphis are worth a look tonight. Sorry, Joe. I agree. hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, he the summer league too. with Memphis. They won the summer league. Their players yeah. have gelled. It's a good thing, man. It's a good vibe. I'm on Memphis. I'm seeing seven. I'm clicking. Oh, Grizz. And you both suck. So, all right. We'll, Sorry, we'll break these games down. <laughs> Game time decision. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Eleven games, two games, NHL and World Series game two, and uh, and Cam. Let me go with you first. Um, two games here in the NHL. Pittsburgh, great call by you yesterday. By the fact uh, I was on Florida because of you here yeah. yesterday. Game time decisions. Uh, you were like the only one, by the way, that was on Florida. Everyone uh, else was uh, was Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. But here they are, back to back. Now they're taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Here, is there you like either of these games? Thing is, Joe, I, I kind of like the Lightning, but the problem is, look at the price. It's a and it opened up at like a oh, buck ninety. Geez. I think it's up to like what are we looking at right now? Two fifteen, like, two twenty. It's yep. parlay material now, and I got to give Sidney Crosby a lot of credit. I said it yesterday when Gabe went to the game. Uh, he's basically it's him and, and a couple guys in an AHL team right now. They got so many guys out, Malkins out, and he's played great. But uh, I, I would advocate uh, Tampa Bay. They haven't been playing their best hockey either, but. Laying 215, 220 in a hockey game, it's pretty tough. Uh, the other game, you know, Ottawa-Detroit, that's very difficult as well. I don't know. what It's it's a real tough card, Joe, and I apologize for Edmund. Isn't it funny, though? We go with Florida, and then we go puck line. They win. Boston over the Leafs, minus one and a half. They got it done. But the one game we all loved, Edmonton, and they don't score mm-hmm. one damn goal. Sports betting, it's uh, kind of funny. But I'll tell you, uh, I probably lean Detroit, too, against Ottawa. These Red Wings are very, very pesky. Very pesky team. Yeah, and your guy yesterday. What what was your friend's name, guy? The uh, the Hainzer? hockey guy. Yeah, yeah, Hainzer. Yeah, Hainzer was Hainzer. all over Winnipeg. He kept telling me how greedy he was. Yeah, and, yeah, he's uh, a greedy yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Gabe Hainzer, Winnipeg Jets. Did they lose to the Kings? Yeah, uh, hockey's not easy either. Yeah, Hainzer's money at all sport. <laughs> Hazer Hazer Wager was on a little bit of a hot streak, but he's finding out what all the other coppers uh, do. Once you're hot, people expect uh, people expect winners on on a nightly basis. Um, I thought we're supposed to have Lou uh, stepping up in here. Is Lou ready to go uh, with us? 
Is Gamblu lost in the shuffle? I know there's a lot going on, but uh, Yang, oh, yeah. if we can get uh, Lou, Wednesday. yeah, Lou uh, locked in here. They're getting him now. Uh, right now. Yeah, they're getting Gamblu. As, now, uh, so. See what happens. I leave. I leave, and all hell breaks loose. This yeah. is what happens. A couple of days, I'm gone, and all, all hell's uh, breaking loose uh, here. Uh, especially considering that uh, Lou is on every Wednesday. Oh. And I get, I get the question from the guys in the pit. I get the question from the guys in the pit, who's on today? And it's like the same guests that have been on every Wednesday for the last four years, <laughs> Lou and Mark Lawrence. <laughs> and it's like it's a surprise to them every week. But uh, yeah, we'll, get, uh, we'll get Lou hooked up here. Here's some news on your Jets here, Joe. Shout out to our boy Pete. Uh, sending this in. So, uh, Osemele, of course, Osemele, he didn't, he didn't play. He didn't play. And the Jets were like, well, we're going to suspend you because you're, you're healthy to play. He's like, I'm telling you, I can't play. And he got a second opinion and the Jets got all pissed off. Second opinion. Um, he's been told that he needs surgery. He has a torn labrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Jets basically suspended a guy with a torn labrum who didn't want to play because he had a torn labrum. But can things get like get any uglier right now for this team? And and we didn't even get into this yesterday. I think Lou's ready to go now. But we didn't even get into this yesterday about how somehow it's ESPN's fault that Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. Exactly. Yeah. Like I mean, yes. you know, they're like, oh, how dare they show that? And yeah. the thing is, even if he wasn't mic'd up, people can read lips. Right. And people do read lips. We were talking earlier about Belichick doing everything possible. You know, Belichick's had a lip reader on the payroll and he's trying to figure out what people say. So, you know, it's not like it was a secret with Sam. You could clearly see him say you didn't. He didn't need to be mic'd up. The camera was on him. So I guess it's to the point where Adam Gase, Joe, you're the stretch coach here. It's, you know, we're not supposed to put the camera on the quarterback now because, you know, that, yeah. that wouldn't be right to Sam Darnold. I mean, this, this can't get any worse for the Jets. It just, you know, you're sending, you've you got a player that you, you, you threaten to suspend and fine and telling him that he's healthy to play and it turns out he needs surgery. But this is a bad look. I mean, this, this, this is a clown show organization right now from the top on uh, down. And it's funny because Gase brought the Douglas guy in from Philly and Douglas might have to let Gase go now. <laughs> it's like, mm. at, some, I, uh, at some point, you, you mm-hmm. need to hit the reset, the, re, the reset button on this thing. But Lou Gamble, how you doing, Lou? I'm doing great, guys. Hope everybody's well today. Thank you. Sorry for the uh, the delay, uh, Lou. We appreciate. It. I'm still on location in Toronto. We got Joe and Ari in the house. We got the raging redhead, uh, Ken Stewart. Um, you know, and the UFC just relentless. Another another card. But I see Lou. This is unbelievable. Frank Mir and Roy Nelson are fighting. You yeah. believe this game again? <laughs> burger <laughs> on burger bag. Roy Nelson's minus one seventy five. Wow. wow! How the cr- these guys? Crazy these guys are going to be in like. <laughs> hey, these guys are going to be in like wheelchairs fighting each other like 30 years. Mir and Nelson, six. Uh, you know, when they're 60, and then when they're 70. Uh, but yeah, we have Bellator. But uh, UFC this week, you know, Lou, I was wondering. I didn't know where it was. I mean, I'm on the road. I was looking at the Raptor game. So I'm not locked in in front of the computer 24 7 like I normally am. So uh, they're actually in Singapore this week. Damian Maya versus Ben Askren in Singapore. Singapore, halfway around the world. Now, 
that's a 2 a.m. Pacific time kickoff, so that's 5 a.m. Uh, East Coast time, the card goes off. 8 a.m., the main card goes off. Not as bad uh, for the East Coast fight enthusiast as it is for the West Coast fight enthusiast, but uh, there'll be some good fights there, and Askren Maya is going to really be a, a, an artistic, awesome fight for fight purists. I'm not sure the UFC, the MMA fan looking for wild action knockouts and fisticuffs will enjoy the main event as much as me. Well, you, you, you bring up knockouts and fisticuffs. This is Ben Aspen's first time in the octagon since he got knocked out pretty viciously as well uh, with that flying knee. Uh, Ori Moxfinal, like literally seven seconds into the fight, basically, he just PT'd off on him. And Joe and Cam, like Ben Aspen, they, you know, Ben Aspen had never lost before. Great wrestler, probably the best wrestler in MMA right now. And, you know, just impossible to not get taken down by this guy. So Masvidal didn't even let it get that far. Like, uh, Aspen always did this little crouch thing when he started a fight and he leaned forward. <laughs> Masvidal actually planned it. You know, you saw a video after of him practicing that exact move and it worked. But Aspen, I tell you, you know, he seemed to have shaken it off pretty well, uh, Lou. You know, a lot of fighters get knocked out or an undefeated fighter loses for the first time and it really matches it with them psychologically. Askren wasn't. You remember, he was on TMZ. He was on an aerial show on the Monday. He was joking about getting knocked out. He said, hey, he said, I knew I wasn't going to be undefeated my whole career. Come on. Like, he didn't, he wasn't, he, if anyone could take the loss, he seems to have taken the loss real well, Lou. So I'm not so sure it affects him in the same way that it would be like a negative with some other fighters. I totally agree. In fact, him wanting to come back so quickly to fight again shows me nothing but championship medal and heart. And that's all he's displayed his whole professional career. Uh, I got nothing but respect for the guy. And I'd say this, no matter who they put in the octagon with him after that loss is in a bad spot. I was going to ask you guys. So are you willing to pull the trigger here? That's what I'm saying. Like Gabe, you look at the line. (laughs) Guys, I saw like a, a, on on some offshores like a buck sixty seven, but most one seventy. I'm seeing uh, one ninety now, so it looks like a lot of people really like uh, Askren there, Gabe. People are betting them, it, it's so gone guys, twenty cents. One thing I'll tell you, and Ben Askren is popular in Asia. He fought there, as Lou knows. He fought. I think it was called One FC, whatever. There's so many of these. Uh, but so he's he's fought in Asia before. He's going to be comfortable there. But as Lou mentioned, Damian Maya. You know, this isn't going to, this isn't uh, going to be uh, Forrest Griffin and Bonner. You know what I mean? Like, there's not going to be a ton of shots and and strikes. But you know, we don't know. I mean, it's a fight. You never know what's going to happen. Maya stand up's got a little better over the years. Aspen doesn't really have a stand up, but Aspen likes to take people down. The thing is, Maya's a you know great submission artist. So you go down on the ground with Maya, you can get yourself in a lot of trouble down there. Fascinating matchup. All right, more with Gamblu coming up here. Game time decisions next. 
NFL season is now upon us, so you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. way and you can dunk on your NBA DFS competition using DailyRoto.com. Compete with the pros on FanDuel and DraftKings with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, you get the lineup alerts, right? Joe could have used that one a little bit early before he bet on the heat. He would have got that lineup alert, breaking news, late swap support, and a whole lot more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com slash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com slash DUNK for a special 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. And remember, guys, you love the show. Follow us on YouTube and Instagram at SportsGridTV. Back to you, Ranieri. Ah, thank you very much. Welcome in. Uh, Here we go. Uh, Got a lot going on here tonight, guys. Great week, too, as a matter of fact. Uh, We already are uh, getting to the point, halfway point NFL. We got... UFC, we got uh, World Series here tonight, NBA, and we got Gamlu joining us over here because, Gabe, it is one hell of a time of year, especially tonight here when we get World Series action game two. Looking forward to this. Yeah, Lou, are you betting? Uh, did you bet the baseball at all, Lou? I know you're more of a football and fighting uh, better, but uh, World Series baseball, uh, yeah, we're we're all riding the Nationals here. If, if anyone's just joining us right now, we're gonna ride the Nationals once again in the first five innings tonight. I don't really want to stress out the the game. I think it's gonna be another really close game. It'll come down to the wire uh, here tonight, and I you know I think Houston could come back and win win uh, later in the game, even if they are down by a run or so. Uh, but when you're getting plus fifty, man, with the, with a great pitcher like Strasburg in the first five innings. I think that's just too difficult to patch up. And I'm, I'm with you, uh, Joe. We talked about it earlier. I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game uh, tonight. I think Verlander and Strasburg will both deal uh, here. Uh, the total of seven will go under. We're getting three under three and a half in the first five. I'm intrigued uh, by that uh, as well. But let me ask you, Lou, so – well, you know, but when Ben Astrid were talking, just when we went to the break, as I mentioned, Astrid wants to take you down, but Damian Maya, man, you can get a lot of trouble rolling around on a, on a mat uh, with Damian Maya. That's what makes this fight uh, so fascinating. And you could make the argument, Lou, that you know, Damian Maya's stand-up is better than Astrid's. And, you, know, you don't say that often about Damian Maya, but you know he can throw better than he did, let's say, 10 years ago. He's definitely developed a little bit of a striking game. You know, as much as we prayed Aspen, uh, you and I, Lou, and I think, you know, rightfully so, the same point in time, let's not under undersell Damian Maya, but what's the what's the negative about Maya, I guess, here, Lou, would be his age, wouldn't it be? And just, you know, wear and tear? Well, I don't know about wear and tear, but Askren's 34 and arguably in his prime. Maya's 41 years old, and granted, he has a wealth of experience. He's fought the top guys in the UFC for decades, not for years. Well, it Askren's never been hit before. You're right. Yeah. Like, Askren's yeah. probably literally been hit once. It doesn't matter. It, it does not matter because this fight is not going to take place on the feet. 
each man wants to prove to the other that they are dominant in their own expertise. This fight's absolutely going to go to the floor. And quite honestly, I think that uh, I wrote this earlier in the week when Askren was 165. I could not believe the number. I believe that anything under minus 200 is a huge value for Ben Askren. Uh, I have nothing but respect for Maya, but let's understand in his last five fights, he's lost three. Who are the three losses to? Woodley, a wrestler, Usman, a wrestler, Covington, a wrestler. Case closed as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, good uh, good points. He has struggled. Yeah, like I said, he's 4-1. I mean, the guy's been in a lot of freaking wars over the years. It's amazing that he's still actually fighting. At the, you know, but how many losses in a row uh, will, will he incur before he decides to hang hang it up? All right, so before we move on uh, to football, anything else uh, on this card? Uh, catch your eye that you like? Yeah, I do want to share uh, a, a, a couple of, of angles here, and they're lower in the in the fight order. Uh, but you have heavyweights in the third fight of the day, uh, a Russian, Pavlovich, who's chiseled out of marble, all muscle-bound and looks the part, is going to be fighting uh, Maurice Green, who has recently changed camps, gotten serious, left the the hometown Minnesota environment, gone to Factory X, and the, the kid is improving. He's got better training camp, better training partners. He's going to have size and reach advantages over Pavlovich. And uh, Green, you can currently find at, you know, plus 175 to 200 range. I believe he's a very live dog in this spot. Don't judge the book by the cover in that fight. And the fight previous to that, it with probably the most unbelievable name I could ever try and pronounce. Loma Lukbunmi is going to fight mm. Alexandra Albu. Uh, yep. me. Uh, I have friends in Phuket, Thailand. She fights there. She's a future superstar, they're telling me. Vicious striking Muay Thai fighter with submission skills. Uh, minus 120, she opened the underdog and has gone to minus 120. Meanwhile, her opponent, Ms. Albu, uh, got beat uh, by a gal that fights out of the MMA lab or used to uh, by the name of Whitmire and, and is very uh, a, a very low-talent gal. So I would tell you, look, boon me at close to pick em, minus 120, and Mo Green are good considerations early in this card. Mm. Lou Gamlu yeah. uh, with us at UFC Singapore for the uh, the late nights, the early birds. It's something for everybody. You know, the guy that uh, gets home from the bar and partying all night, and uh, hey, look, the UFC's on. Uh, the the guy that's all healthy and wakes up and is drinking a smoothie after his morning jog at 5 a.m., Cam, right? he, he gets to watch the UFC. Yeah. Guy with kids, kids wake him up, <laughs> 6 in the morning, hey, we got fights. Yeah, Lou, I was looking at the name there. It looked like Look Bone Me, but yeah, you're right. Uh, interesting handle there. Only minus 120. You got me intrigued. Very mm. intrigued. Oh, Mo Green, too, at plus 200, too. Yes. That's, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, Gamblo. Yep, I'm in. And by the way, I didn't... Right, me, so. didn't didn't Damien? I did, we had uh, Rory McDonald in the uh, in the uh, studio the other day, and what didn't he fight um, Maya? Didn't he fight him at one time? 
Uh, yeah, they fought in the UFC. Yeah, he lost to Rory McDonald in uh, UFC 170 in February of 14. Good wow, memory, okay. Wow, look at this guy. Wow. <laughs> nice Damn, game. dude. <laughs> Sharp. Hooked on fire. Hey, Lou, Lou's got it. Memory. Wow. So speaking of good memories, um, my memory's hit or miss, but I do remember that the Minnesota Vikings um, always cover against non-division opponents. It's up to 40-14-2 and two right now. Yeah. And you look at their wins uh, this year, this team's starting to get, to get rolling a little bit. I don't like laying uh, this many points in a football game. I don't think a lot of people do. And, and it's funny because and <laughs> we were talking oh, earlier, geez. guys, remember? Oh, uh, but put it this way, Cam, I know this sounds crazy, but I like, I trust, uh, I like, um, I like Minnesota laying the points more than I like the Steelers laying the points. Like we were talking earlier, Lou, about how the Pittsburgh Steelers should not be 14 and a half point favorites against anybody. Like that line is lying. Like the Steelers are are playing great football and they're healthy and they have Ben Roethlisberger and they're stacked. They're not right. Uh, They're not, but this game's a little bit different. The Vikings really do just murder you. They murder teams that aren't in their division. If you look at their home games this year, this is just off the top of my head right now, too. I'm not even looking at their scores, but I remember it was 28-12 in week one against Atlanta. They beat uh, they beat the Raiders, who the Raiders aren't a bad team, 33-14. Um, you know, they, they who did they smash a couple of weeks ago at home? Like, they've been smashing people. If you're not in their division, they smash you. And they even smashed the Lions last week. Smash Minnesota the is just a team you don't want to get in front of when you're playing non-division opponents. But it's a boatload of points. I get it. But in my opinion, and we'll throw it to Lou, and then uh, you guys take it around here. But in my opinion, it's Vikings uh, or nothing here. I don't trust the Redskins, even though it's a ton of points. Yeah, boy, talk about a, a game that'll give you nausea. The, the look-ahead line, 14-and-a-half. It's grown since then. Uh, Minnesota off a nice uh, victory in Detroit. Washington, you know, arguably won a moral victory if you can get that one. The only thing I will say is that this is Minnesota's third game in 11 days here, and even though they're at home, I mean, that, that's a lot of wear and tear on the body. If you put a gun to my head, I'm taking the 16-and-a-half with Washington and a decent defense. Uh, Double-digit dogs in the NFL uh, intrigue me. And Minnesota just wants to win this game. They really are a team that can win a lot of ways. Uh, The stock on Minnesota can't be higher. The stock on Washington can't be lower. Dog or pass for me, Gabriel. Mm. Joe? Yeah, yeah, I got to ask you, the look-ahead line uh, for the Kansas City Chief and Green Bay Packers was uh, was minus four and a half with Mahomes playing. It's now almost a nine-point shift there with him. Is he worth nine points? I mean, I, I don't get it here. Is, is he? Is he? Yes. In my, in my opinion, <laughs> most of the pros that I have listened to have said eight and a half or nine. Yeah. I'll go seven, but no more. And, yes, I do see value on Kansas City. Yeah. Moops can play. Moore's all right. Yeah. They're at home, right? Like the Packers He's are terrible, Cavs. <laughs> He's terrible. The only thing is, <laughs> look, when he came in last week, he wasn't ready. He, he, yeah, he wasn't ready. So he's had a full week with yeah. the reps and the number one and all that type of stuff. Yeah. 
And, you know, I listen, guys, I think that, you know, on the home field, prime time, Andy Reid, they can sort of coach this up, Joe. You know what I mean? They can guide him through this. But it's easier to get through, you know, if you have a backup quarterback in the NFL, it's easier to get through when you have a good defense. It's like, listen, just manage the game. We've got a good defense. Don't worry about it. The Chiefs don't have a good defense. So, at some point in time, the problem is he's got a score for them, and I don't trust him. I sort of, you know, I get it. I get all the Chiefs at home, but I don't trust him. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. away first pitch game two of the world series let us not forget of course uh we got nba tonight and college football and the nfl and you know gabe you had mentioned uh the jets and what a hot dumpster fire they are shall uh the jets are now i think in some places a seven point underdog on the road in jacksonville is that warranted well you know what do we start is loose still with us too I wanted to get uh, Lou's, uh, Lou's NFL pick besides uh, besides the Vikings. But, uh, you know, Cam, Cam, earlier in the week, we were doing the show on Monday night. We were talking about this. And, you know, the line was four and a half. Immediately following the game, it went to six. Yeah, people watched the Jets get shut down. And so, wow. And it's funny, Cam, if you remember, I said, I thought, yeah, this is going to get up there. This is going to continue to climb. So I'm seeing a six uh, right now, actually, still uh, here. I tend to want to bet on teams after they, they humiliate themselves. Me too. Me you too. know, like the Jets, that was rock bottom. And, you know, that, that yeah. was rock bottom. And, and, you know, Lou, you brought it up, Lou, about, you know, stock is at an all-time high with the Vikings suddenly again, and stock's at an all-time low with the Redskins right now. It's a similar situation with the Jets. The problem is, I don't know if they can fix things. You know, Sam Darnold's seeing ghosts, you know, like we talked about it earlier. You know, you don't think the other guys in the room know what a circus this is. They know Samuel tells them I can't play. They find him, suspend him, and now he needs surgery. I mean, it's freaking ridiculous. I, it's hard for these guys to respect Gates, so it's hard for me to want to trust these guys and, and take them. Like, I prefer the Giants to bounce back than the Jets. The Giants just played like crap last week, and, you know, they couldn't tackle anybody. Daniel Jones turned the ball over a million times, but – They'll be better this week. You know, they're, they're still battling. The New York Jets are just a freaking circus. It's hard to trust them, guys. Their history surely uh, gives fans indigestion. That said, yes, their stock is low. And also, uh, every most quarterbacks in this league have seen ghosts if they've been put in a situation where they have to face a Belichickian kind of defense. That's nothing new. Another thing that's nothing new is that young quarterbacks, 22 years old, that have made it this far in the NFL, have had to go through adversity before. 
the Jets are galvanizing behind all this press and all this negativity. I'll say with all due respect that perhaps you're too close, Gabriel, but this is a perfect buy on New York, especially on the Jets, especially against a team in Jacksonville struggling just as hard. And on a good day, they want to win 17-14 anyway. Yeah, that's that's I that's the thing. Listen, I'm not running to the window to bet on the Jags. I'm going to pass on the game. I will not be betting this game. Um, but you're right. It's not like the Jags are are have some explosive offense that's going to bury them. The problem is, Joe uh, um, Lou, the Jets quit. All right, the Jets do quit, and they don't play for their coach, and it's it's evident. And Sam Darnold does see ghosts. It's not just that it was the Patriots. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about not wanting to die. Um, you know, because he was healthy enough. Like, basically, he was cleared by the doctors to play. But he didn't play for an extra week. Because yeah. after the mono, his his spleen was inflamed. Lou, he's got happy feet. He's scared. I would, I, I would me personally, I'm not saying Sam Darnold's shot. But I would take a wait-and-see approach. It's a big leap of faith to put money on these guys this week, even though Jacksonville have their own issues. Can I ask, what, what did, excuse me, but what they do the week before this, oh, that's right, uh, they romp Dallas. And everybody was high on the horse with them. That's how quick things change. And recency, I think, is getting the best of you in this situation, my friend. I do think we need No, to it's not recent. Lou, they played... You're right. They played one good. They played well against Dallas. That was one game. They played seven games. Lou, they played seven games this year. They played one good game. They played one good game. It was Darnold's first game back. We're talking about him, right? And the ghosts and everything. Look, look, hey, the jury's still out. I'll agree to say that. But this week, if you're going to give me seven points in the Jets against the Jacksonville Jags, I'm going to take it based on the fact that the look-ahead line was four and a half, and now I'm getting seven. I'll keep it clinical. It's six. Well, you're getting six. 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 Maybe it'll go up. Maybe it'll go up. But right now, I'm seeing six here. Hey, I'll listen, God bless you. I, like I said, I'm not. Uh, I'm not betting a cam. Are you going to do a leap of faith and take the Jets? Like, I trust the Giants to bounce back more. Um, than I do the Jets. I just think the Jets really are a dumpster fire. And that game against the Cowboys, like the, you know, broken clock is right, you know, twice a day type thing. I don't know what the hell happened. And and one thing, too, and we discussed it, I don't understand it. Because a couple of weeks, Sam Darnold is scared. There's no disputing it. But what I understand is, you're right, Lou, he played well against Dallas. He did. Very well. I mean, he wasn't scared. He was throwing the ball around. Yeah, he got rattled Monday. You know, it's a big, big game for him moving forward. If, if he's terrible again, it's, there's going to be a problem for him. But, you know, my issue, and you guys said it, is the Jags. The Jags aren't built. The Jags aren't a great team. The Jags they're aren't not. designed to, to be winning by more than a touchdown. And they don't even try to win. They can't win by they are they, You know, like Lou stated, they'll be more than happy to win the game 16-13 if they can get it. Well, Gabe, I know you're in Toronto, but I'm, uh, you know what? I'm going to do the New York two-step, buddy. I like the Giants plus seven, and I like the Jets plus six this week. I think both of them will cover. And to lose point earlier, that's the problem with the Jags. Their offense isn't good enough to blow anybody out. Jets will linger. Jets will hang. I think it's going to be a good game, Gabe, but I, I don't trust Jacksonville at all. I would say it's going to be like a 16-13 type of old-school fight. 
in the and I'm getting the points, the generous points. I like both teams. I'll come back to them just because I don't think the Jaguars. The Jaguars had a lot of problems with Cincinnati in that game. They're not the same team. This Minshew mania crap. We'll see. They're at home though. Uh, I, I just think the Jets can hang within that big number game. I'm going to wait, though. You're right, because I think it will probably go up to seven. They with the Jets is, like, look, as we stated, they played well against Dallas, and I didn't see that coming. I didn't think. Basically, Lou, I've been picking on the Jets on a weekly basis. You know, I didn't I didn't see it coming. Uh, you know, Dallas are generally a pretty good road team. It was sort of an ambush, but, you know, guys, the Jets are 2-4 and four against the spread. Uh, they're one and five straight up. They um, they just and you know the thing with the Jets is they don't play very good defense. There's this thing about oh their defense is good. It's not good. I mean yeah it's good. I guess if you consider you know they gave up 23 to the Browns, 30 to the Patriots, 31 to the Eagles, the 24-22 game, 33 nothing game. There's just it's all or nothing with these guys. You know, like they, they played well against Dallas, but the season's littered with blowouts and tap outs. Adam Gase is outmatched. He just, he, I don't know. I mean, this guy, I don't know if he should be a coordinator. Um, but he's definitely not a head coach. I mean, I don't know if he's some offensive genius. I don't see it, but he can't relate to the players. The players just don't play for him. And it's, you know, the Jets won't be successful. I mean, with this, with this team, with Adam Gase and with Darnold and all this, it's going to be a painful couple of years, and they're going to have to hit the reset button. But before we get you out of here, Lou, what do you like in the NFL uh, this week? Yeah, one one that I uh, already moved on, and and it, it, it's adjusted a little bit. Uh, I, I think that Tampa Bay and Tennessee is an interesting game, and everybody's going to say what? I think it's an interesting game in that I, I don't believe there's going to be very many points scored in this game. Uh, you have a, a 14th ranked uh, defense by DFSR standards against. Tampa Bay's 16th ranked defense, and we know Tampa Bay's played better D because the reason the Jets aren't playing D anymore is because Bowles is down back in coordination mode uh, for uh, for Arians in Tampa Bay, and that defense is really playing well. Uh, yet, meanwhile, you have a 28th ranked uh, Tennessee team that's that's really uh, can't run and can't pass. I think they've galvanized a little behind. Uh, Tannehill, and I do believe that they believe. And in a locker room, when a team believes it's a good thing, Tampa's coming off of the bye. And in a long way, uh, I'm saying this game has the look of underwritten all over it. It opened 46 and a half. It's 46 or 45 right now. But again, uh, Tampa wants to play defense and cannot run the ball. Uh, they're the 17th ranked. Uh, rushing offense, and they're going to be going against a defense in Tennessee that's third against the rush. So neither team's going to be able to run the ball, but that's what each team's going to try and do is pound the thing down each other's throat. Uh, Winston's a turnover machine. This under looks really juicy to me, under 45 and a half, under 46. Lou, com. Check out uh, Lou's website. You can follow him on uh, Twitter, at Gamblu. Nice and simple. Lou, always a pleasure, sir. Thank you for joining us. Good luck to everyone, and thanks, guys. There's uh, Lou uh, with uh, so I don't know if we lost Ranieri, uh, Cam. Is he gone? He gone? Yeah, he, he might have been. Yeah. Oh, he, oh, he gone. Yeah, okay. You yeah, know, I saw 
Yeah, I saw him going a little bit crazy. He's taking there, shots at us. <laughs> it was really he's telling us about how, how great the weather is there and stuff and how we're <laughs> in some cold, like, uh, yeah, I mean, we're fine. I mean, oh, and people okay. are wondering, I saw people in the chat ask, how come I'm not uh, with you at your place? I thought we could do it too, but I knew actually they weren't going to be down with the two of us squeezing the shot. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, was, I was, yeah, okay. I, I see. So that's what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, because right? I thought the same thing too. Like, thing is, you're a pretty big dude too, and I'm all tall. So, like, we really would have been like, I don't know. I thought that we could have done it, but we tried to pull that off before. I don't know who it was. Somebody came on with two dudes in one shot, and I remember they were like, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So uh, even if I would have got out to cams, I probably, you know, it might have still been on, right. you know, no video anyways, uh, essentially. Yeah. So that that's the bottom line if you're wondering what happened. But uh, it was great seeing Cam last night. I uh, wish it would have been uh, for longer. Uh, but it was, you know, great, great, great experience last night watching a banner and uh, an emotional moment, especially I was kind of was in the cheap seats because, um, you know, there's a real fans up there, actually. And that's the thing that with the Raptors, like I went to this game, but I'm going to be going to less games sort of. Cam, it's, it's all, they're too trendy and like, it's not the yeah, same anymore. And another thing, like, you know, it's like 400 bucks to get in for every game. Like last night, these kids were cheering. They spilled some booze. People were complaining to security, watch your language. And, you know, and this, it's like, come on, man. Like, you know, it's supposed to be a wild atmosphere and it's just not. Toronto's just so corporate, Ken. That's one thing I noticed. I haven't been here in a little while. Yeah, they You know, like even the ceremony. Yeah, no, exactly. Like even after the game, like in the subway, it was all quiet after, and like I know, I know. it's just there's just too many corporate bootlickers that are on board this team now. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing too. Like I hate to say it, like I'm not dropping a mortgage payment. The good news is though, the one thing you have is that ring, 150 bucks or 175 bucks. It's only going to go up. I know you're never going to sell it, but if you had to take a chick out to a steakhouse or something, at least you know you got the 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 ring that's close to 200 bucks. So I know you paid for the tickets. At least you're getting something back other than like a leaky ticket or something. Like you actually have something, the ring, which is, it weighs a lot. It looks good. It's worth money, which is nice. It's not. Oh worth yeah. No, then, you know, it's a great memory. It's yeah, a great exactly. memory. All right. So, um, I'm going to take the picks. Washington Nationals in the first five tonight. Once again, plus 150 Nationals first five. Yep. Let's go under three and a half in the first five. And let's go under seven for the game. NBA basketball, I'm big on the Denver Nuggets this year, Cam, but I'm getting to one point with the Blazers at home, and I'm just doing a double check right now. I want to make sure uh, everyone everyone is there, and they are. So give me the Blazers, and uh, give me the over. Blazers and the over that game. What do you got, Cam? Yeah, I'm on the Nationals, uh, Tampa Bay, Detroit, Harley, and Hall. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Here's what you missed on Game Time Decisions. 
here on the grid game time decisions. A lot of millionaires made here listening to this show uh, because, well, the guys like Mark Lawrence from playbook.com joining us. And uh, and Mark, we were talking about, uh, of course, the uh, the World Series game two tonight. And I think we're all in agreement here. Don't expect an awful lot of runs and don't expect what we saw last night to take uh, center stage here uh, tonight. But, you know, you mentioned we're halfway through the, the NFL season and ha- do you remember a time this many trades or, or the rumors of this many trades at this point in the season going on? I mean, we got a lot of guys switching teams here, Mark. Yeah, that's a great point, Joe, because uh, the National Football League is not known for trades. You know, those are all done in the offseason before, uh, during preseason camp and so forth and whatnot. They sort of stick to their guns, if you will, and we're seeing an abundance of them right now. And, you know, I don't know if it's because of the revolving door with quarterbacks and they're looking for wide receivers to enhance their team. And, you know, Bill Belichick with his situation up in New England with no wide receivers. But it's nice to see that the National Football League is joining the NBA Major League Baseball when it comes to the trade wars because every Everybody loves to talk about trades. Yeah, we're seeing that, guys. I've been saying this for a couple of years now. We're seeing the evolution of the National Football League sort of evolving into the NBA a bit. I think, you know, you look at the NFL players and they see, you know, how much money NBA players make and they have guaranteed contracts. And I think the one thing the NFL players have sort of said that, you know what, we might not have guaranteed contracts and stuff, but I'm going to start calling my own shots like an NBA player. I don't want to be on this team anymore. And, you know, we saw it worked for Jalen Ramsey. Um, you know, he successfully got off the team and he got what he wanted. We've seen, you know, Odell Beckham. Um, Odell could say he was ambushed by the trade, but he was actually pushing to get traded to Los Angeles behind the scenes. He just didn't get traded to where he wanted to get traded to. And I think, you know, we, we could see more and more of this. But, you know, the NFL guys last week, and Mark, I, you know, I was reading the playbook. I never had the opportunity to read it all yet. Uh, but I did read a bit. And as you were you were talking about, this year was unbelievable for, for underdogs, specifically road dogs, guys. You know, they were really, really rolling, like 22 games over 500 type things, you know, 56 and 31. And what was really crazy about it, was if you took the Washington Redskins out of the equation and the Miami Dolphins, Mark, it really would have been through the roof. Um, last week, the favorite stepped up a little bit, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, if it goes, if, you know, the, the water finds its level, so to speak. But the first game in rotation in the playbook, Mark, is a game that I'm intrigued by. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844 844- 